Hi everyone, welcome to Geek Speak the Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Serene, and today we will be meeting with members of our search engine optimization team, Matt and Lindsay, to learn more about SEO. Thanks guys for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Ryan. Happy to be here. Hey, how's it going? We're happy to be here. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, jump right in. So for people that don't know, uh, what is SEO and how can it help your business? Sure. So SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. So, you know, that's optimizing your website so it can show up within the Search Engine Results page, also known as Google. Um, It can also apply for Bing and other search engines too, but we're mainly focusing today on Google. That's what we optimize our sites for. Mm -hmm. And that O part, that optimization part, that's what's really going to help you to rank higher on Google and build traffic towards your website. So it's important for both large and small companies, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I would say probably even more important for small businesses um, because they don't have that brand name exposure that big companies do. Um, So building a strong SEO uh, background really helps to uh, gain traffic to your website and hopefully uh, get a nice ROI. Conversion. (laughs) (laughs) You always want to see those conversions. I know from my experience doing it with my website that um, SEO has given me a chance to uh, rank with the big, bigger uh, companies because I don't have the budget to put behind it. But um, since SEO is free, it's been it, for me it's been a really big help with getting my brand out there. Right. And from your experience, what have you done in order to you know get recognized by Google? I've just really focused on uh, keywords, but more long tail keywords, which means. Um, Things that people would, would really search, not just a word, but like a phrase, like yep. uh, pizza near me. I run a sports site, so it's more tailored to sports-related phrase, phrases that people would search, mm-hmm. which has been pretty cool. Um, and I've really seen uh, good results in the past few months um, really building traffic towards my site, which is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And a way to uh, research those keywords, you know, there's different tools like Google Keyword Planner, and we use SEMrush. Um, but I know typically what we focus on when starting out our SEO strategy and basing it off of the keyword research is really getting a combination of the volume competition in addition to that, the searcher intent. So making sure that the keyword that you're targeting is sounding very natural as well. So what is volume competition? Yeah, so with a keyword, um, the volume is how many users are searching for it on a monthly basis and the competition is how competitive is it going to be you know for your site to rank for that term so we want to take all of those factors into consideration when we're doing research and you know starting off our strategy so that leads uh, into the next question Um, what's really the first thing you look for when when putting together an SEO plan Mm -hmm. well first off I know typically we'll just kind of get a background on the client you know we want to know what their business goals are what they want to rank for what they're trying to target what's important to them and then from there uh, we'll go into an in-depth manual website audit and then we'll also use some tools um, to get a website audit you know more on the back end side so more of the technical aspects that our dev team could work on Um, but you know when we do a website audit we're looking at a lot of different things we're checking out the website where making sure you know do they have a blog on the site because it's really important to post content and update the site on a monthly basis you know for users but also for google to see um, another thing that we'll do when we're doing the audit is we'll look at the url structure we want to make sure that it's user friendly so you don't want the urls to be just a bunch of messy letters here and there 
Um, typically, you know, you want them to be aligned with our strategy, um, you know, naturally targeting those keywords within the URLs. Um, Matt, I don't know if you want to jump in. Yeah, um, another thing we look at is like the metadata, um, and which is the descriptions and that title you see on the tab bar. Uh, make sure that's clean and uh, well-written, uh, maybe even features a keyword uh, to help target those. And then also, um, is the site user-friendly? Um, is it easy to look upon? Uh, not only for users that are going to use it, but also can Google read it cleanly? And uh, that'll all help uh, with ranking. So let's say you're like a flower shop. It's still important to have a blog because even though it has nothing to do with your business, it will help Google rank you higher, right? Oh yeah, definitely. The more content you can have that's relevant and features keywords, uh, it's always going to help uh, with ranking in a search engine. Yeah, but something to keep in mind is, you know, you definitely want to write for users. That's the number one priority, but it's just important for Google to see that you are taking care of your website and mm -hmm. updating it. Um, but a blog applies to any business. So even if it's a flower shop, you know, maybe you're talking about different seasons and what flowers are popular. Um, budding in each season yeah. um, or you can be adding events that are going on um, within your business if you're hosting something yeah. um, so a blog is good for all of those types of things and um, if you write a blog article really nicely you could eventually obtain that featured snippet position which I'm sure we can go more into detail later on and that's just like the, the top the top spot right the features in position, yes, that is the top spot on Google um, organically. It's above the paid search ads, which are uh, recently really beating out all the organic spots. So it's kind of taking up all of the real estate on Google. But a feature snippet position is also known as position zero um, or an answer box. And it is that number one spot that is outlined with a box. And um, typically, if a user types into Google a question, it is answering the question exactly. So mm. it's bringing more users to the site and maybe more conversions. When I was in school, that answer box saved my life. I would type it in yeah. and finally get the right answer. Like, yes, don't have to go searching. Exactly. Um, so what are some misconceptions people have about, about SEO? I would say the most common misconception uh, for SEO would be people expecting results to happen immediately. Like you post a blog and people want to see results for that um, and traffic for that immediately. And that's just not how SEO works. Um, you have to, it's a very long-term process mm -hmm. um, towards gaining clicks and for, for Google to recognize everything that's going on on your website and exactly. everything that you're building towards and the process. And jumping off of Matt is um, it just takes a long time to gain authority. Um, you know, to be well-respected and trusted in the eyes of Google. Um, so, yeah, a lot of clients, uh, you know, they think that they could rank number one in one night. Another thing is um, they think that their keywords will remain in that position all the time, but Google's algorithm changes all the time. So it's important not to just focus on keywords, but maybe the additional terms that you're ranking for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, there's a lot of different misconceptions. Another one is, you know, some people think it's easy. Um, maybe it's an easy concept to understand um, at a high level view, but actually doing it, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, you need a full dev team to do the technical side, keeping the website healthy. You need a full content team to make sure that you're having really good content added to the site. And you need a backlink to, team to build those healthy, natural links that are 
you know, linking back to the website? Yeah, it's definitely, uh, there's no one answer. There's no one and done thing mm-hmm. you can do for SEO. It's a very big uh, piece by piece puzzle where you can't, you can't just have one thing that's going to make or break your site and rankings. It's going to be, uh, it's a process and you got to hit yeah. every point. Yeah. And another thing is, I've noticed a lot of clients know a few things about SEO, and one of them is metadata, maybe because that's the easiest to understand because you could literally see it. Um, and a lot of the times they think, you know, oh, if you just update this metadata, we're going to rank for this term. But there's hundreds of ranking factors, and mm-hmm. metadata is just like one of the tiny ones. <laughs> and you're not just ranking for like one term, so you got to keep that in mind too. Exactly. Like yeah. And so you know, Google, as soon as they realize that everyone's doing metadata, uh, you're going to make that less of a factor for the next, <laughs> next and update. And that's happened over the years because, um, you know, lots of websites and companies have SEO now. Mm-hmm. So it just gets harder and harder. Google gets smarter and smarter. And we need to just keep doing things at a very natural pace. Yeah. Now, we've talked a lot about, like, content. There's, like, a podcast count. Like, do videos count? Absolutely. Yeah, rich media is even better. And it's going to be at the forefront of, I think, every SEO's mind for 2020 and on. Um, because, you know, blogging used to be a huge thing. But now it's it's turning into YouTube and video um, podcasting. So something that a lot of people will do is, you know, they'll embed a podcast on the site and then add a transcript. Mm-hmm. Um, but just think of it from our point of view, you know, we're millennials, we're lazy. So, you know, this is also content marketing. So, you know, if millennials are looking at sites and they're not reading blogs, well, Google's going to recognize that too through the on-site time. Um, they're going to see that it dropped and, you know, that could hurt the site's ranking. So, you know, when you do this, you're going to want to target towards your audience. So if it's a millennial audience, you know, you're going to want to give them videos and podcasts so they're staying really engaged with it. So it's more, it's more about engagement too. It's not just like, it's not just people being there, it's people like clicking around and looking around that mm-hmm. really matter, right? Yeah, because at the end of the day, we're marketers. So we want to market to our audience. Awesome. Um, so... Uh, if you were to give somebody uh, some, like, basic, like, if somebody got heard this podcast and got really excited um, and wanted to start trying it, what would you what would you say to them to, like, start out? That's a good question. Um, I would ask first, do they have a website? <laughs> <laughs> because you can't do search engine optimization or rank in Google if you don't have a website. <laughs> and then, like, and then just, like, try to try to think of keywords that would be close to what their what their website's based off of like have a strong brand identity yeah try to think of things that they want to go after what types what are their products um who is their audience who do they want to market to and then you would build a strategy off of there um and the strategy would would primarily be based off of the keywords and from there you would go in and do your optimizations awesome All right, guys, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Matt and Lindsay. Uh, We'll see you next time on Geek Speak. We'll see ya.